Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Life With Your Dog. Thank you for joining us once again. My name is Panos Anagnostou and today we're going to be talking about the doggy door and different types of doggy doors, different size dogs will require a different setup, so we won't need to discuss that, but and also how to teach them to come in and out of it. There could be a couple of mistakes that we make at the beginning that may take the process a little bit longer and a little bit more annoying and different variations of how to do it and, and a few other key things. So, number one. With doggy doors, to my knowledge, and again, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know too much about glass, but generally what I found and the advice that I got from different owners that have spoken to their glass people is that if you have a big panel of glass, you can put a small doggy door in or maybe even a medium-sized one for something like a cavoodle up to like a beagle-sized dog. However, once you start getting that little bit too big of a doggy door, it ruins the integrity of the glass. So what happens is you put a big doggy door inside the big glass and then something gets knocked and the thing shatters. So um, obviously this then depend, this will change the way that we have to set it up. Now a lot of people don't, um, some people don't have glass doors and into a um, wooden um, door, obviously, then you can just straight install it. But there is um, a thing called Patio Link here in Sydney and there's many different um, names, I'm sure, and types around the world. It's basically a panel and it's tempered glass with a frame, and at the bottom has its doggy door. And this requires you to just put into your sliding door hatchet there, like the slide there, you keep your door open. You, there's little plugs that you put into it, so there's no screws or anything that go into it. You can take off the lock mechanism that's on the frame and put that onto the patio link or onto the um, the doggy door setup. I don't know what the actual name of that is. And then the door then, the sliding door can butt up against the patio link, you can lock it, and that way there your, do- your door's still functional. You got um, a big doggy door there, and if you need to move, if you're renting or whatever, you just remove it, take it with you, and then just put the the lock back on onto the frame there. So that could be a real good option for you. One thing that I found with using that was that we had one in the garage, and we we're going to put it straight into the door, but our door frame was just a, like a normal sliding door, and because we had large dogs, we you know we're taking like thirty centimeters or something out of that doorway, so there's like hardly any room for us to move in. So and we couldn't put the doggy door onto that um, extra panel of spare glass on the side, the fixed glass. So they put the patio link um, into it. They cut the glass, they fit it all in together, and that's how they did it. And that's how it's set up at my parents' house. So there are a couple of different ways of doing that. Now, that's obviously more fixed position, um, a fixed thing, but that's always there for us to use when we go over with the dogs. And, um, and there's also different types of mechanism of how the doggy door stays open. Some of them are real flimsy little like plastic things. And then over time, as it gets weathered, they start to curl up a little bit and get a little bit gross or whatever. There's others that have a little bit more of a fixed little um, flap. And what I mean by fixed is that it's a lot more structured and strong. And some of them have magnets and some of the magnets that are at the bottom. So that way there, the wind doesn't blow it open, but the dog can still open the, the doggy door. Some of them are really magnetic. So if your dog... He's trying to go through and it snaps real hard onto them and they're only a small little puppy or a sensitive dog, that may be a very aversive event for the dog and they may not want to go through the doggy door again. 
So we want to be able to teach them properly how to do it. So make sure you're choosing the right one. And I prefer when we have the doggy door set up is not to have those little plastic locks. If you have a small dog, it can kind of get away with it. But the ones that are fixed on it is like a little knob that you turn and it locks it in. The problem with those, especially for the bigger ones, like a dog just slams right into it, expecting it to be open. And there's no clear visual to the dog that it is now like locked. So the dog just flies in and breaks those little um, knobs there, the little lock mechanism, which now means that you can't actually lock it. Where um, there's a lot of other doggy doors where you can slide a plastic or a metal panel into the um, over the doggy door. So the dog can see that now the cover's on. So he will associate the visual of the, the cover and they're not being able to get through it. And that way it's a little bit more clearer to the dog, especially psychologically. He sees it and he's like, oh, I'm locked out here now instead of trying his best to try to get through this thing and then breaking the doggy door and getting more stressed and anxious. So that's my, that's what I like. Now I don't really, now sometimes you can, oh, let's go to the beginning. Sorry. So teaching your puppy, we'll talk about a puppy real quick because puppies are a little bit more sensitive than adult dogs. Adult dogs generally probably get this thing a little bit quicker depending on how confident your dog is. With a puppy, what I choose to do, because a lot of people that I've been speaking over Zoom, I can't really explain this. So I'm doing this as well for, for you guys. Get your sticky tape and sticky tape the um, the flap open. So just lure your puppy through with some food. Every time he comes in and out of the doorway, we can say inside, outside, in, out, through, whatever word you like. He comes in and out through the thing. We mark and reward. Every single time he goes through the doggy door, back and forth, back and forth. That's awesome. Now, if you have a real small puppy, you may need to like put a couple of cushions, like um, couch, couch cushions or something that's flat and not too wobbly, or something that's going to prop it up, a couple of pavers or whatever. So that way there, it's easy for your puppy to come in and out, where if they have to like kind of jump up and through, you know, depending again, they're small and they're sensitive, they may not like to go through that. Over time, we can get rid of those little elevations so he can like do all the work himself. But set our pups up for success is important. Then over time, you can lower, like with a sticky tape, you give it a little bit more slack and a bit more slack so that doggy door starts closing a little bit more. I prefer the, um, now obviously if you've got a sticky tape one end, it's easy for, when we start dropping it, it's easy for them to come through it one way, but then going back in it is going to be a little bit more difficult. Again, if you're watching the video on here on Instagram or on Facebook, you can see my hands doing stuff. If he goes this way, it can go, but then this way kind of gets blocked a little. So be there to supervise them and show them. The point of the sticky tape just at first is that they can come through in and out, but the, there's no hindrance of the doggy door there where to try to lure them through a little flap. Some puppies get it real quickly. They're, they're bold, they're confident. We don't have to do any of this, but there's a lot of the times, especially they're going through once with confidence, it snaps right onto their leg or on their head and they're like, yeah, on their tail. They're like, nah, I'm not going through that again. So set them up for success to begin with. If your puppy's super sensitive, something that I took from, um, from Dr. Harry <laughs> was um, get some Glad Wrap and sticky tape the Glad Wrap to the doggy door, so the dog still sees like a, a barrier, but it's very flimsy, very soft. He can come in and out, he gets used to it, a bit of desensitization. Then we can move it up to either like a like a little um, fold, you know, like those um, the folders have the plastic little sheet in it, it's a little bit more thicker, and then over time, we can get back to the doggy door. That could be another option as well, but making sure that they um, they can come in and out with that freedom. And then over time, of course, we go lower and lower, now, once you're going from luring and then you want to kind of go into the other side of the doggy door and go, hey, like it's a lot, I can tell that it's a lot more closed. We still have a little gap at the bottom to be open so they can still use his nose to kind of open a little bit more to build that confidence. We want to be on the outside and just wait for him. Be calm, be confident, make sure that there's enough gap. 
And remember, don't go from a really big gap to a very small gap. Very, very small. 10 times out of 10, he does it at that distance or that width of the doggy door being sticky taped open, then go a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller. And as it gets a bit smaller, he'll get used to pushing it and then the flap going up and then kind of slackening a little bit along his back and all those little moments there is starting to build his confidence. If it's a more plasticky kind of flimsy thing, this um, process is a lot easier. If it's a lot more of a rigid doggy door, we may have to work a little bit harder, especially if it's got that real strong magnet at the end. And um, and another thing, another thing that I've got written here, really important, is that every as soon as you get the doggy door for the first time over the next month, every single time I'm going from inside to outside, I go through the door, I close the door, but I want the puppy to be going through the doggy door, whether it's opened up or that you've taken the flap off altogether or that he already knows how to go through, but show him that this is the way in and out so that when it's toilet training time, he goes, oh, I can, the only way to go out is through there. I don't want him to always go through the doorway and only sometimes go through the doggy door. So at first, just really show him the only way to come through this space is that, is through the doggy door. And the last thing I'm going to talk about here is have your dog outside and close the doggy door. We talked about this in like separation anxiety and, and separation distress episode. We talk about a lot of times with our puppy development stuff is that we want to make sure that the your dog's outside, puppy or no puppy, eight weeks old for sure, start this Get them outside, lock the doggy door and show them you're not coming in until I'm going to let you in. The only reason why that, and again, if you listen to that episode, the separation anxiety episode is that your puppy can go, your dog can go outside, but if he has access to come inside, it's different if we've closed that access. So get him used to right from the beginning. Hey, some when the flaps open, if, if there's those little knobs I was speaking, speaking before, the locking mechanism, put like a little blue tack or like a post-it note or something on there so the dog knows oh when every time that thing's on there it's locked and when it's unlocked we take it off that could be a clear visual so your dog's not banging it and trying to break it and getting confused but um get them used to that don't let them always have that infinite access all the time because we do want them to spend some time on their own without access to us especially um for you guys in lockdown or spending a lot of time at home working from home and things like that well i hope you've enjoyed today's episode it's another quick one right for you um If there's any questions, please hit us up on Instagram, um, Life With Your Dog Podcast. Until next time, thank you for listening and enjoy your day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another show of Life With Your Dog. Please like, rate and share if you're enjoying our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. For all dog training videos, tips and techniques, visit nooches.pooches.com.au. Thank you and stay tuned for next time.